section and it's called Sid's Opinions. Okay. Okay. Because I want to get your take on a few things. Kind of getting cancelled already. Go for it. A few things that's going on at the moment. A few hot topics, as Wendy would say. So the first thing I want to get your opinion on is Kim and Kanye. Mm. Just everything that's is he stocking hair? What do you think about hair and Pete Davidson? What do you think about Pete Davidson having the child on the lap? I don't know if I was going crazy about this thing. What's your opinion? Me personally, I don't think it's acceptable to put. And this thing, we have to, we have to be very careful with the language that we use because, like, I notice a lot of people when having this conversation have been sexualizing children, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you know we, we are people are having paedophilic thoughts or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is, is that when when we um, use language that sexualizes children, we are taking. Um, we're taking the burden of whatever could be done to them or whatever is done to children who are affected by those things. And we're taking the the full onus away from people who actually abuse children. Um, In terms of sitting on people's laps, I just think that it's kind of inappropriate, like just just because of who Pete Davidson is um, and also, there have been speculation on Twitter and people making tweets and bringing up old jokes that Pete Davidson has made about, like, you know, children, um, child sex and things. It, it's very inappropriate. I, I just think it's very, very inappropriate. And I think that that's not somebody who I would leave a child with. That is just me. Um, in terms of what Kanye is doing, I think what he is doing to to an extent is wrong. I think there are better ways that he could go about it because at the end of the day, the children are going to see it. Um, and even though I don't really like Kim Kardashian, um, I just think, I, I, I don't really like Kim Kardashian. I'm going to be quite completely honest with you. I don't like how she's treated black women. I don't like what that family has done to black people, especially black women and how they appropriate so much culture, steal ideas and don't even apologize for them. Um, very, very mad, a very, very mad family. And I also think um, that not too long ago, it was only a couple of years ago where the, the, the KKK, the Courtney, Kim and Chloe were planning to um, tear down Jordan Woods over Tristan Thompson and his wandering dick like it doesn't really make any sense like Mm -hmm. the stuff that you were planning to do to such a young woman and the way that and she was completely innocent in all of this the way that people were planning to tear her down and it was seen on keeping up with the Kardashians we're going to do this to her we're going to do that we're going to send like that was that wasn't very nice it wasn't very nice and you've had like no problem humiliating black women for, for the longest while like what they've done to black China yeah. don't like it um so I think that what what's been disappointing for me is that there are people who have lent their voices in defense of Kim Kardashian right and I'm not saying what's happening isn't wrong but there are there are people like the white community they, they got you Kim they, they got you they, they're all right they're back in your case already but I'm more disappointed in the black community because there's people who have been harassed um, in way, way more violent manners. Um, we've got Kodak Black who is just on the loose doing a madness, an absolute madness, and nobody's saying anything. Like, he sexually harassed Young May on Instagram Live many times, and she's made her sexuality of her se- what well, not even May, she doesn't even have to, she's a stud lesbian. Like her sexuality is abundantly clear, and you are sexually harassing her. And she's told you on Instagram, stop doing that. That is not cool. Stop it. Nobody had anything to say. Mm. You also harassed, I think, don't quote me, I believe it was Asian Doll. Okay. No one said nothing. He also got another fan and started having sexual intercourse with her like in front of a like a, a sports game where many people could see like 
is that person okay? Is that not harassment? Is that those are the people that we should really be cancelling? Those are the people that, like, and Trey Songs as well. How many people has he harassed and done all sorts of madness? It's, it's, it's a lot. And I just think the whole Kim and Kanye thing, yeah, I think they're both as mad as each other. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. But I just think Black people are giving that specific couple a lot of energy. And I also think that Kanye West has made it clear many many times that he doesn't like or respect black women he's got a weird obsession with white women a very very weird obsession with them um and i don't understand why it's it's like black people that have to just come to the rescue I, no I'm, I'm not for it i'm so sorry and that's the thing that's the thing i think and like two things can be true at the same time like we could not like the kardashians but i also don't like kanye i'm not gonna lie i don't, I, I don't like him i think he's a dickhead i on like i think it's so i don't i, I genuinely don't care like i feel like this is mm. which problems you deal with it I don't, I don't care i know this is happening to your average like average people but i just i can't feel like sorry for kanye i can't i just i think they're all wayward all of them all of them are wayward but I want to come back to something in a minute but my next um question is I mean we have to talk about it everyone's been talking about it for the last 24 hours oh god mm-hmm. Mr Timothy Westwood Sid take it away where do we start where do we start where do we fucking start so remind me on this one before I put my closing point in Right. Tim Westwood reminds me of, I know what kind of monster Tim Westwood is. I know through experience because there are people like that within the gay community. Right. Mm-hmm. I know what kind of monster he is. Um, why, I, I think that when marginalized groups come forward, and say that this person is an abuser, this person is a monster, this is what a person is doing. Why is it so hard for people to just believe them? Yeah. Why, why is it so hard? And why is it like what people have done so much to protect that man? And I think that, um, especially the black, a lot of black people with it, we need, we need to be canceling a lot of black artists as well because they knew. Mm. and they didn't care and they stayed silent and they let this happen they even facilitated it they knew what this person was on and it was like nobody found it sus that this person was holding events for people aged 13 to 18 yeah I was very shocked when Ashley said that um I think yesterday in her Twitter space she was Mm -hmm. like Bristol she went to a nappy nights I said uh nappy nights but like, I've not heard this I said nah I mean even the name yeah. is way what is going on here but nah. you know something though Joy right is that I'm speaking from experience here children children have a very 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 sorry children look at paedophilia with a very 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 narrow view and I'm going to tell you why right if you ask me, I'm 20, 29, yeah, I was going to say 28, I'm 29 now. If you mm-hmm. ask me back in school or when we used to call people pedos, you'd think that this would be this very unattractive old man um, in a walking stick or like really creepy and like, you know, out like you'd think, you'd think that like a pedophile would look like, I don't know, Jimmy Savile, just saying, well, he does. I want. Autumn Westwood. You know, or, or, yeah. But when you, when I actually deeped it, when when you actually deep it, right, there were people my age pulling up outside school, picking up young girls. That was, that was normal. And we never, we never under, we just thought that's her man. Mm. Girls and boys did not question it. We just thought that's her man or whatever it is. Yeah. And when you're going to these kinds of events and when these things are happening at these kinds of events, right? And this is how we have to treat things like 
and this is the grace that we have to give. We, we must give it to any survivors is that sometimes at the time you you may not know that you were a victim and that's 100%. okay 100 percent. and 100%. because there's girls who have like like, like I, I, i've even spoken to like on clubhouse and they were like yeah i was 15 and my boyfriend was da, 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 da. and it's like they're brushing it off because even then they did not know that was paedophilia mm-hmm. we did not know that was paedophilia the people that were meant to be keeping us safe, the school teachers, safeguarding, all of those kind of things, they knew and did nothing. And this is the this is this is the problem that I find. It's like, yeah, people are coming forward now. They may not have known they were victims. They may not have known that. They may not have known what was happening to them because it's like it's how some people are just socialized. And we weren't we weren't socialized to understand that, that was wrong. And I think if it's like certain roadmen, certain if you're if you're like if you're walking street at night and all them kind of things there, and like you see these roadmen and all these kind of things, you look up to them. And also, Sid, like even if you are over eighteen, say you're of age, yeah, just as an example, right? And <laughs> if you watch them. Anyone listening, if you watch the BBC documentary um, about Tim Westwood, some of them were 17, 18, 19, like those are the ones that they interviewed, right? Mm. And so some of them, the girls that were speaking, the victims, they were saying like, oh, you know, I went to do an internship, he picked me up, I went to his house. And do you know what, Sid, like a lot of the time people think that if you don't scream and shout and smack them in their face yeah then it wasn't it wasn't rape that is not true do you know something though and i'm speaking from experience Mm -hmm. um coercive control is a real thing 100 percent. coercive control is a real thing and it's like coercive control and for those of people who don't like so coercive control is basically when somebody's coercing sex and they don't have to they don't have to like necessarily say no they don't have to go and like their body doesn't have to scream no you've coerced that person it's like basically have sex with me or i'm not giving you a lift home or have sex with me or i'm not um you're you're, you're not going to get all your things which is what the women are saying mm-hmm. and to some people they're arguing and saying, oh, well, that's not right, da, 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 da. but I'm sorry. And, I, I, and the thing is, even by legal definition, like the, the law is not expansive enough to prosecute people for coercive control, but I'm mm. sorry, it's still rape. And this is the thing, because it's like, you know, we've learned a lot, even I remember through watching I May Destroy You um, by Michaela Cole. Is that her name, Michaela Cole? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, Michael, big up to you. Um, I remember like actually not saying not saying yes, right, is not consent. Wait, did that come out right? That didn't come out. Do you know what I'm trying no, to no, say? No, no, no. I, no, no, I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know exactly no, what you're saying. Like, just like what I'm trying to say is, yeah, like there's been a there's a lot of times and and again, you know But joy, just 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 like just like be careful because we don't know who's listening like uh, who's going to be listening even even sometimes saying yes can mean no yeah and, and that that is that is why it's important i think it's important for the law to recognize coercive control because mm-hmm. let's say for example somebody says sleep with me or i'm not dropping you home and you mm-hmm. say yes some people may still argue and i'm sorry that is still that's still sexual assault i don't care what like it, it is and this is the thing, some of these girls were coming from outside of London, yeah, meeting Tim Westwood, going to his, they thought they were going to a hotel, going to his apartment, and what the fuck are they going to, what the fuck are they going to do? What What would you do? If he's in that situation, what the fuck are you going to do? And this is what I'm saying, though, Sid, like, I feel like through maybe, like, the media, <clears throat> we've kind of been taught that oh, you know, rape is only when someone's, like, pinning you down and you're screaming and shouting to get them off you. But that's not the case. But like, even then, even then, victims still have, or survivors, sorry, still have a hard time getting convictions when that is the case. 
and as you and as they said again in the documentary like who the fuck is going to believe you who's going to believe a young black girl over this big like superstar dj who's going to believe you couldn't agree more and i think as well like again going to certain uni raves like you know that people from the black community even though some people don't like to admit it sorry i'm gonna burp <sighs> yeah sorry <laughs> too much fears um people the black community can be a bit conservative and if you have certain people especially like of christian backgrounds where you shouldn't be having sex before marriage um even coming out and saying that's happened to you a lot of blame is going to be placed on the survivors a lot of a lot of new what people are going to nuance conversations that shouldn't be nuanced people are going to be um people are going to be like gaslighting a lot of people who shouldn't be gaslit it's 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 it I, I, and i i really think that a lot of people a lot of people and i'm saying people quite widely here don't fully understand consent and no, they don't I, fully understand um what upholding rape culture or participating in rape culture looks like and and a I lot heard, of people, yeah sorry so no, i was gonna say i heard someone say actually today on twitter it just reminded me of that um so someone someone said in ashley's space that um something about like someone said something about girls being taught about what to wear, how to act around men, right? Yeah. Um, as young as young girls, and then somebody else came up and said, "No, but we have we have been taught that we've been taught as girls, we've been taught from a young age, don't wear a short skirt around men, don't sit on a man's lap, don't do this, don't do that, don't go out at night, don't you know if you wear certain yeah. things, you're going to attract men. It's all fucking bullshit. It is. Yeah? It's absolutely yeah. so. Like we are just like some temptresses. I don't. Is that a word, Sid? No. I, uh, no. I, I get. I. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's just. It's a joke. Like it's actually a joke. Like people just need to learn and understand what consent is. Like it's actually mm. like. And I, I couldn't agree more. It's disgusting, and and as yeah. people have said on Twitter and on Clubhouse many times now, but yeah, because the victims were are young black women it's just not it's not taken as seriously people don't care they don't give a fuck i agree i couldn't agree more and i think like and many people have made the point like what malcolm x said the black woman is the most unprotected um person in the world and the most disrespected person in the world like i couldn't agree more because like again the amount of ways in which people feel entitled to black and brown bodies the ways that if you go even as far back as sarah bartman even uh, i believe her name was please don't crucify me if i've got it wrong but um sarah bartman was um she was enslaved and she was you know she had a very big very very big bum and it was like it doesn't matter what she was wearing it doesn't these kind of things from the beginning of time were irrelevant especially when it comes to black women because they're always called fast they're called this they're called that you can't there's nothing you can do about it if your breasts and your bum gets big that's just how it is that there's nothing you can do about that that it does not mean that you are inviting anything at all and this is something that people aren't getting and unfortunately this is happening within community so people from outside the community are seeing this and doing that and that's something that we've learned through slavery and colonialism um something that we are upholding and we, can we really mad at other people for doing the same we've co-signed this man we've endorsed this man we gave with the black community it's more specifically black men have given this man his power, his wealth, his control, his influence, and you've also given him your silence. Mm. Yeah, and it's like people have been saying, like it's like we as black people invite everyone to the cookout. We invite everybody. Everybody can come. No, yeah. you stay at the door. Stay there. Thank you. So basically, just to conclude it, because I want to move on. 
Mm. Fuck you, Tim Westwood. That's all. Hundred percent, man. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm making it my mission. I've written a letter to um, YouTube. My my Twitter account is like Aquarius Sid, S Y is Aquarius S Y D D. I've written a letter to YouTube and Google to get him demonetized. I will also be writing a further letter to BBC. I will be writing another letter to Capital Extra. I'll be writing another letter to uh, Mercury Records. I want his pension stopped. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, you'll be seeing that goes, soon. Like, you know that one with Jennifer Hudson? Um, when he taps his debit card to like book a flight or anything, you know when Jennifer Hudson says, "Insufficient funds." <laughs> that one, you ain't got no money. That's what I want done. By the time I'm done with you, I, that's the best I can do. I wish I could do more, but I'm sorry. I'm going to make it my mission. I'm going to petition. I'm going to write letters. I'm going to share whatever I can share within those spaces. So people can share and we can actually have that outrage. I'm very disappointed in a loss of rappers as well who used to work with him who've not said anything. You've just been just there signing. You're not going to say nothing. No. It's easy for them to do the thing. And you know what? So, like, I remember, like, last night when this all, like, when I found about all of this, my cousin works at um, a store in Oxford Street and he was a regular and she's young she's what how what we we're in 20 she was born in 2000 she's 22 right Mm -hmm. and remember like this was like a few years ago she said to me oh yeah like some some dj comes into like my shop i was like oh who is it and then she said oh tim westwood i was like oh really okay tim westwood yeah um because i'm not on the scene i i i genuinely like me i just know this man from like one extra back in the day when i used to listen but i didn't really follow his you know his career his journey like too tough yeah like, i know like what he's done like cribs and stuff but i didn't know any of these allegations right so i remember she told me that he used to come into her shop and she said yeah he was really nice to us like he'd always talk to us da, 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 da. as soon as i found this i said to her do you still see this guy in your shop she said i haven't seen him like recently i said if you see him Throw something at him. And then I sent her the documentary. She said, damn. I said, yeah, nah, because you're, no, you're, not, you're not the next He needs to go to prison. He, he needs to be in jail. He needs to be in jail. And I think that, um, again, people are questioning why haven't some of the victims um, gone to the police and those guys. It's completely irrelevant. He did that shit. I don't care. The fact that, like, let's say seven women came for, sorry, just in my seat. Um, the fact that they're saying that seven women came forward on the BBC documentary, we know there are probably there's dozens, more. hundreds There's even more. more on Twitter. There's way more. There's so many more. And you, it, well, it wasn't even a shock to me. Like, when I heard it, in my head, I was like, yeah, 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 he, he seems like, yeah. Like, I wasn't surprised. So anyone that sees a surprise, you're not surprised, don't like. And this is someone who I'm removed from the scene. I don't know nothing about the fucking scene, but I wasn't surprised. He looks like a fucking weirdo. I'm not gonna mm. lie. Weirdo. Anyway, Sid, let's move on. Let's move on. No I really want to get your opinion on is the whole Meg, who I love, Meg the Stallion, situation. You see, Meg, yeah. You see, Meg Sid, you see when I'm trying to be a sexy bitch, yeah, and I'm putting on my lingerie and I'm taking my photos from my Instagram, I put on Meg. I love Meg. She's I love her. I love her. What is going on? What is that? What is going on? Because I've been listening to American like clubhouse rooms and they're all debating. Like some guys are like, yeah, but the toy didn't shoot it. Toy didn't shoot it. And then there's other people like, nobody did shoot it. Um, what, do you, what do you think, Sid? But he, like, this is the thing, like, what more evidence do people need? What more do people need? He's been, apparently, um, he's been charged. Um, we're already trying to get, um, what was it? Yeah, he's already been charged. Um, there's been witness accounts, like a friend was like, oh my God, like, Toby just shot Meg. He's already like, the messages have been there of him apologizing um, and all those kind of things and like trying to settle it and trying to hush her up and those kind of things there. So it's like, damn, you did that shit. 
I don't see why she would risk all of those kind of things, like what she's got going for her. Like Meg is going places. She is that girl, you know what I'm saying? Like, and she's such, like, even just looking at her, just looking at her Instagram, just looking at the people she vibes with, just looking at, like, interviews, she's such good energy. And people do so much to her because she's tall, because, like, she's, um, how, how her build is, like, and people have mocked her and I, I really respect her for owning that and being like, you know what? Fuck you, like, you're gonna call me tall? Fine, fine. guess what? I'm Meg the motherfucking stallion. Put these legs on his head, now he loves tall women, uh. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, I love that for her. Love that for her. And I just think the way that people have been, I know that people have like taken any opportunity to like shoot her down. I think Rihanna must have unfollowed her on Instagram and people were just losing their minds and saying, oh my God, why is she unfollowed her? Da, 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 da. Maybe because she did something. It's because she did something. It's because she lied about Tori. I'm like, are you, are you Nick Knox? Are you Nick Cells? That thirsty? Were you gonna go and lie? Not the Nick Knox. Oh are you, are oh. you that thirsty where you're going to go and lie and make up all of these things and speculate for anything just to defame her? Wild behaviour. Very, yes. very wild behaviour. The ancestors are always snatching Tory Lane's um, hairline. He's not doing anything to fix it. I don't think any surgeon in Turkey can fix that hairline respectfully. I hope it recedes all the way to the back of his mind so that he can think about what the fuck he's done while he goes to prison. I mean, we wait to see the verdict, but yeah, no. Tori shot Megan. We love Megan. We believe Megan. Here at Joy's World the Podcast, we believe Megan. We believe Megan. I don't, I don't care. I, I believe Megan. I love I Megan. I believe her. Don't give two shits. Tori Lane, fuck off. People are like... I'm really saying that bad. I'm going to ever listen to this podcast, but, you know, Tori Lane, if you do listen, by chance, you know, then fuck off, you know? Go and play in the traffic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, Sid. Hi. Question that I have for you. Remember, mm-hmm. we spoke about this once on Clubhouse. So now I want you to put it out here on my podcast. Mm-hmm. So listeners have something to look forward to when mm-hmm. I'm getting your podcast. Oh God. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. pressure, pressure, pressure. It's gonna be soon. It is. It is gonna be soon. It is gonna be soon. Um, I definitely want to get it done by the autumn time, um, or towards the winter. I do. I. I. I do. But when people speak, I. When, no, sorry. When I speak, people listen, and I think that I. So just so people know what the podcast is going to be about, I've already thought thought of the theme. I really want it to be centred around like putting black people first. I really want to be putting black people with intersectional identities first. I really want to be putting black queer people first. And I also want to be putting black mental health first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have so much love for the black community as a whole. And there are so many ways, so much knowledge that I have that where people can like prosper from. Um, I really, really, really think that, like, there's just so many little gems and so much knowledge and so much ways that have helped people on a personal level, my friends, my family, all of those kind of things. I really want to share that to the wider people out there. Um, a lot of people have inspired me. Sorry? I said we are waiting. Yeah, well, it'll be, it'll be, definitely before 2023, I promise. Um... I also, like, people who've given me inspiration, 100% you, Joy. Like, literally, when you were telling me how you were going about doing a podcast, like, I was in Aldi doing shopping with my mum. Mm-hmm. And we were just on the phone and you were just talking about how, how we can do it. Like, you've given me inspiration. Um, I will always, always, always big up this woman. Divine baby girl. Um, Not Kalechi. It is Kalechi. Like, hey! my life. She saved my fucking life. I don't care. Like, I owe that woman my life. But after my mom, I owe that woman my life. Like, Kalechi is never wrong. I don't care. Rule number one, Kalechi is never wrong. And yeah, rule number two... Big up, Kalechi. We love you, Kalechi. Absolutely love you, Kalechi. Absolutely love you. I don't care. I don't give a fuck what anybody says about Kalechi. I will always ride for Kalechi. I don't give a fuck. Always. You can even I'll be like, yeah, I deserve that dragon, yeah. I don't right. care. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I mean, even you. if like, I, I don't, I, like, I, like, I know that, uh, I just want to, okay, for those of people who don't know what Kalechi's podcast has done for me and like, why it saved my life, because one, I started listening to it during lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was very isolated, I live alone, you know. Um, I really liked hearing intelligent adult conversation. But that is a podcast that really helped me to grow and help me like um, learn, unlearn. And sometimes those conversations were uncomfortable. Sometimes I had to realize that I was part of the problem and I had to learn, unlearn and grow, yeah? Joy's World podcast, I'm also gonna give that a shout out. And when I do get my podcast, I'm always going to shout you out, Joy, because, like, your podcast has been so, so fun. And it's like, you know what? Like, this is somebody who, like, definitely, definitely, I need to go for drinks with. And so when my house is done, like, if you ever, like, what, um, want to come to Birmingham, we can go to, like, a gay club. It's going to be, like, a queer pub. I'm there. Yeah, we're going. I'm there. Don't say it again. I'm there. hundred percent. When my house is done, up, like, I'm inviting you, a few others, um, like there's there's going to be plenty of space. Don't worry about that. Um, and you're just such a bubbly character, and your podcast, like listening to it, has made me feel not alone. It, it, it's like having somebody there in the house with you. And I just I don't think that. Um, I just want you to know that. I just wanted you to know that that that's how your podcast. Like when I was listening to your podcast, because I work from home, it made me feel like somebody was just sat there with me. And for anybody who's like, isolating, anybody who made like, I know there's some people still shielding because Boris is a fucking prick and letting people who are COVID positive walk around. I know some of the people shielding. I just want people to know that like Joy's World podcast has made me not feel alone. And I am so indebted to you for that, Joy. Oh, thank you. So do you know what? And I have to say that the reason, so I, I always wanted to start a podcast, but I was procrastinating, yeah? Mm. And the girls, and I always, I've said this from like day one of my podcast, the girls that made me get off my fuds us and start recording was mm. the receipts. So shout out to Audrey. Audrey's How could I? Come on my podcast soon. Yeah. So that happens. But the receipts girls made yeah. me feel exactly the way you're saying, Kalechi made you feel. The receipts girls, when I was back living in Shepherd's Bush, mm. just me and my little one, I used to look forward to their episodes. I used to listen to them and be yeah. like, wow, he's just... Audrey as like well. Like, Audrey is like the, one of the most loveliest people. And she's also been encouraging me as well. And I just want to say, if Audrey does listen, thank you, Audrey, because like you were probably the, one of the first people to be like, you should make a podcast. You should make a podcast. Um, no, a massive shout out Audrey to Audrey is listening. I am listening. She's a regular listener. Really, I'm listening to. Well, let me just check what episode I'm on right now. Hold on. I am. I am catching up with the receipts one because I thought, oh, should I be listening to this? It's more of a ladies thing. I don't know, but I just thought, oh, let me listen. So I'm actually on. um, I have a boyfriend, but I'm misdating black men. That's the oh god. Yeah, that's the one. one. But do you see? That's what I love. The receipts. Yeah, to me. I say they're the OGs of podcasting for me personally because I used to listen to them and I was like, nah, if these girls could do it, I could do it. I went to their live show again. I was inspired. I took some photos with them, but it was horrific. I, I, looked like Wonder. I, did. I looked like Stevie Wonder in the photos. I looked disgusting. No. I looked terrible. So I really need to go to another live show. So I can do you know what? Up. Yeah. Joy, you need people like me to take pictures of you. The reason why, right? I take stunning pictures of people. I don't care what no one says. I will make sure you look like Beyonce in those pictures, yeah? But when people take pictures of me, I look like Shrek. I'm not photogenic, right? I can take some photogenic pictures of myself, right? Um, I'm not a photogenic person. I'm just not. But best believe, make sure I'm there taking pictures of you, all right? The next receipts show, let's go together. I'm I'm actually going with um, Cena. So we've booked a table. Um, oh. Have you booked? Have you got your tickets booked? No. I'll, tomorrow I will have my ticket booked. Mm-hmm. No, I think they're sold out. But we'll, I'll speak with Cena, and you can come on our table. I'll, I'll let her know. Thank you. I love it. Listen, the receipts girls. Honestly, like they. I don't care what. I don't care. Everybody knows. Like from the beginning of my podcast, I spoke about the receipts 
always and so yeah no i'm 100 percent there i love the receipts right. that, let me let me chat to cena cool. and we love you, cena. i've seen my good like cena is probably my best like best clubhouse friend um and we actually are genuine friends in real life mm-hmm. like love her to bits like she's such a lovely 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 soul i can't even stress it enough like i like love seeing her to bits and it's like i i kind of see her as like a little sis like a little like i don't know like a twin sister and that's how i kind of feel like when we're, whenever we're talking together and like she's someone i can go to for advice um she can come to me for advice we've got each other's numbers and we've met up we went to Kalechi's podcast like mm-hmm. it was like she's such like consistently good vibes and did and you meet off clubhouse we met off clubhouse as well yeah wow yeah no that's good that's so good and i mean like, yeah sorry it's so good no i was just gonna say like it's so good to actually find like real friendships from yeah house do you know what i mean and yeah no cena is hilarious and cena seems like a real one so i'm really honest glad as well like we're both honest like we we love pasa we love the pasa we love mixer and watch out when we move to twitter spaces like just watch out because we love we love pasa i can't lie like people say like look what's wrong with you blah 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 blah. you like cause trouble so much and listen sometimes i'm here to make trouble sometimes i'm here to say well actually you actually were saying this the other day and i'm here to be honest like you know um we we love the pasta we love to hear it. Let's hope that JD follows you guys on to Twitter Spaces because that will be hilarious. Oh my God. I'd be sure. I'm sorry. Do you remember Eddie versus Elaine? <laughs> so uh, me, Eddie versus Elaine, well, that was trending for like four days or something like that. Okay. Because, you know, Elaine, Elaine, the one, the biracial lady who's always fighting for her life. Mm. So Ion used to be called Eddie. And apparently they were like having their whatever it is on. Oh, on I Club- on the American one. Yeah, yeah, the American. Yeah, yeah. The Ameri- yeah. yeah. So it will be like that. If JD ever ends up on Twitter Spaces, I will drag him up and down these Twitter streets. They will have to suspend my account. They will have to give me a life sentence in Twitter jail because I will. I, my foot is on that big bitch's neck fuck that waist man i don't care literally i i i want him to have like an anal prolapse uh, anal prolapse Ooh. and violent diarrhea for the rest of his life not the that violent diarrhea not the he violent does. diarrhea can't say no not the violent diarrhea. yes because that's how he talks <laughs> no i'm sorry I, I i wish that by nothing but pain and suffering for the stuff that he's done uh, absolute mad. Is he still calling everybody ableist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is, well, this you've is got, the thing. You've like, got a blind friend now, Sid, so you can't say they they can't say that you're ableist. No, I mean I'm not. I'm not looking like you know. I'm not one of those people who are like, oh my god, I've got a token friend. No, I'm not one of those people that do that. But like, you were doing. He was like Jade. He was doing a madness. And when I'm saying you're a narcissist. You're being ableist, but you, but you, but you are a narcissist. Can I just say quickly, Sid? Yeah, touch on that. When yeah. we, when I met you at Kalechi's live show, yeah, one thing that you did that I don't know if you realised that you did. I don't, I don't even know if you intended to do it. Yeah, but one thing you did for me that was really extremely helpful. Yeah, mm. was that you was like, "Hi, Joy, it's Sid from Clubhouse." me I was like oh hi Sid how are you do you know how many times me as a blind bitch yeah I meet people I talk to people I don't know who the fuck I'm talking to Sid I have no clue who they are because they don't tell me who the fuck they are so I don't know if you have other blind friends or if it was just something that you said I don't know but what I'm saying is when you said that, I was like, oh, okay, I know who I'm talking to now. Because there are people who are going to come up to me, hi, Joy. I'm like, hi. Who the fuck are you? I, I, I don't, do you know I what it is, right? I blame. I have to blame. I'm sorry. I blame Daredevil from Netflix, right? Because 
I'm sorry, just because somebody is visually impaired does not mean the rest of their senses are super, 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 super heightened. Like they can hear you coming from my, like, no, no, like, you, you like, no. And like, I. If my senses were super heightened, I would want it to be my feel, and that means I would want to get more orgasms, okay? They are not. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, okay? So I wish my touch, my touch was heightened, because then when someone touched my clitoris, yeah? <laughs> but that is not the case, okay? You have no manners. You have no behaviour. <laughs> no, we're just being honest now, Sid. We're being honest. No, do you know okay? what? I, 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 who am I to judge? Like, who am I to judge? No, but a hundred percent. Like, and I'm sure there's many, many sex toys. Apparently, people are hyping up the rose um, for ladies. Like, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you've got yours or what. But, I you know. this point. No, I'm on the magic wand. I'm on the love okay. hand wand and big up to love honey if they want to sponsor me you know what i mean shout me out but no i'm on the magic wand and it's so powerful but now mm. i feel like i use it too much so maybe no man or woman stands a chance i don't know i don't know, Do you know what, I don't like, one I mean, bit of advice uh, like a girly friend gave to me um and this is like well obviously you know women are more sexually superior to men when it comes in terms of orgasms but one thing i've learned um, I mean, me, I can have multiple orgasms, but anyway, that's it, um, by, by the way. But um, one thing I've learned, and this is just some advice for the ladies, like, with a fuckboy, and sometimes, like, if you're really thinking about going there or whatever it is, come first. Just come first and see if you still want to go there. I, I, that was the best advice a lady friend gave to me. And... Um, I've avoided a lot of headaches since. I'm so sorry. You know, what, though? you know what though, Sid? Again, podcasts like The Receipt and um, Laid Bare with Aloni, right? They, they've taught me as a big grown-up woman, yeah, is to be more sexually confident because when I was younger, I would, it was all about the man, yeah? Like, I didn't, mm. I didn't care pleasure what, what was that that was non-existent right but if, you're not face. if he dies he dies mm. you have to be sexually confident in order to even make that a thing because mm -hmm. there, there's so many men that will just be having sex with girls for themselves they don't give a fuck if we can't not they don't give two shits but you have to be confident enough to be like no i'm going into this situation i want to get my nut and then they can get theirs but if you're not do you know what i mean like yeah. so doesn't always I, happen like that. I find that a problem as well among straight men, more specifically straight black men. Um, they're not very sexually open. All they do is just like want to slam walls nut and then leave. I'm just like, is that what you ladies are putting up with? I'm so sorry, but listen, there are so many ways for a man to enjoy himself. And I'm sorry, it doesn't necessarily have to be gay. There's things like nipple stimulation. I got my nipples pierced. Um, I think I'm on week four now and they're healing. Okay. Um, so I got my nipples pierced because they're very sensitive. I love them being licked. Like that is a massive turn on for me. The back of my ears. Um, there's so many ways that men can be stimulated, and it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't impact your sexuality. It doesn't make you less of a man. It doesn't mm -hmm. do anything like that. It's like think about it. Like and even 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 like I don't know. Some men, um, some straight men as well, have opened up about being pegged. If that's your thing, that is your thing at the end of the day. That is your thing. That's your bag. You know what I'm saying? Get your life. Like I've I've got a prostate massager and my orgasms are intense like times 10 with that, right? Mm. Um I also think like just just go and go and live your life, just go and do those things. And I think that like people need to be a lot more, especially men need to be a lot more open about sex and when they are you'll be surprised how attractive women find that believe it or not yeah, I'm, so I'm do telling you this do up as somebody who doesn't sleep with men the stuff that i'm saying like to other women they're like i would like it if my man did that or i'd like it if a man did that do you know what i mean like guys like what the hell you could be having better sex do you know what I mean? This is that not wait, Sid, cheers to that. Cheers to better that sex. Is. Okay, cool. Do you know what? Speaking of nipple piercings though, just going back mm -hmm. to that quickly. So yeah. 
a few weeks ago, I got my belly button pierced, but Ooh. it swelled up. So mm. the bar came, it was a, it was a madness, right? So now mm. it's out, and they said I have to wait a while. To it's out. Yeah, I had to take it out. Yeah. Oh it no. Yeah, like the little bit at the top was it was healing inside my skin. So I had oh, to keep yeah. like it was weird. It was uh, then then I was like, now there's like no, you have to wait a couple of weeks, whatever, six weeks for it to heal properly, then we'll re-pierce it. So then that's when I went and got my nose pierced done. I really want to get my nipple pierced, but and however, my tits are so big, right? I'm like, I will be lying down in bed and I will just it will hurt. Because when I got my belly button done, that was even annoying. Like, like you have to remember, like, okay, you can lie on your yes. tummy, but hurts a little bit like it's a bit uncomfortable and i'm like i don't know if i want this so sid what do i do here right okay so i'm gonna like for me my nipple piercings have been my first piercing okay right um now i could i don't know what experience people have with piercings. some people have said have had multiple piercings they've said the nipple piercing was the worst me i have very very sensitive nipples i'm not gonna lie um my nipples are quite sensitive so for me um the healing process has been okay i've been cleaning it twice a day like you have you have to clean your nipples like you, you have to clean the piercing um and I, I know the first thing that's going to be on people's mind is the pain what's the pain like um so if you are if you've had your nipples bitten before that's what the piercing feels like Mm-hmm. It feels like that. Like imagine them being bitten very hard, but the pain only lasts like ten seconds. Exactly. And then after that, it's just sore for like half an hour, and literally you can take some ibuprofen, and the pain goes away. And I've had no pain since. Yeah. So there's that. Um, what else was I going to say? Yeah, like some like like they'll be a bit sensitive. Like you know, like. Um, but the sensitivity has increased the reason why is because they don't they don't pierce through the nipple they pierce under it um mm. my recommendation was to go to a professional um i've got both of them pierced <laughs> yes yeah, so i've got both of them pierced and i was like uh, she was like do you need some time do you need some time and i was like yeah and i was like actually no just get the other one done and then she just went through with a needle, just did it again. Um, and mm. then it was just like, okay, cool, done. Got the piercings in. Um, she put the plaster over it, you know, went about my business. Um, I recommend doing it on a cold day as well, because I think if it was a hot day, I probably would have, like, because of just the adrenaline rush. If mm. you're one of those adrenaline rush people, like, you can't manage your adrenaline rushes, I probably would have fainted or just felt a bit, like, flustered or whatever it was because it was a nice and cool day um it was I, I was all right um what would I say as well um what's the other thing it, it was it, it wasn't as bad it wasn't as painful as I thought it was going to be um some people again you need to just decide like whether you want both pierced or just one because there's going to be two different healing processes going on you might see one and think oh you know the other one looks lonely uh that yeah do you know what? It's just like when I got my nose pierced. So like mm. previously, like a few years ago, I got a tattoo. And while I was getting, before I got a tattoo, my sister got her nose pierced. And I remember hearing her scream. That I was like, oh no, like I can never get my nose pierced. Blah blah. Like she said, it hurts. Like, I'm not, and she's got, she took hers out. Um, but then I spoke to someone else, and they were like, no, I've got my nose pierced. It was fine. Duh, duh, duh. But I'm like quite an impulsive person. So like literally, mm. while I was at the shop, I was getting them to check my belly button to see if they could re-pierce it. And they were like, no, we can't. And I was like, okay, well, can you do my nose? And they were like, yeah, we can do that. So they actually did it, and the nose piercing was fine. Like literally, yes, I think I sneezed off, sneezed after, but other than that, it was absolutely fine. Like mm. I don't know, I have a high pain threshold I don't know but the nose piercing was fine for me I feel like I'm I'm not scared of the pain like I think I like a bit of pain but that's a pod that's another podcast that's very true very very true um Sid thank you for joining me on this episode we have spoken about of things and so Sid so I mentioned it earlier and I said to you like I really wanted to get you um 
a money plant because I knew you was a plant parent and I I try to get everybody a gift that comes on my podcast oh you're so sweet no I, I really do like I appreciate everybody that gives me their time like as I said to you like earlier <clears throat> the receipts girls they inspired me to start my podcast in the fucking first place and I remember Sid when I first started my first ever interview was with a poet called Terrell Lewis and he wrote mm. a poem about black women and he came to my flat in Shepherd's Bush and he did my podcast with me and he was the first person I got him a little gift bag and I was like thank you so much and he was mm. like you keep on going, da, 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 da. And you know, like sometimes people say things to you, but you don't always take their advice. But I took his advice and I've kept on going and here we are now. So I, I really try to like get people something, just a little something. Me, I don't have budgets, okay? Some of us are broke bitches, okay? Okay. Me but, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but you've got a house, so it's okay, Sid, it's okay, it's okay. That's why I'm broke. <laughs> So I really wanted to get you a present and I heard you speaking on Clubhouse a few days ago about the fact that you was a plant dad and I really I was going to get you a money plant but it wasn't going to come in time so I had to quickly change my mind and I was like okay cool so what else can I get Sid I'm like well Sid likes gin so I've got you a gin glass oh wait hold on oh my god it says Live your best life always and enjoy your gin. God, you're going to make me cry. Stop it. Oh, my God. I, I will post that to you, Sid. Right? Oh, my God. Thank but you I so really, much. I might still get your money plan. I'm not going to lie. Because I, I oh want to add and I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. But that's what I've got you. So, Sid, before you go, please you're shout out. You're making me Thank you. Tell, tell everybody where they can find you. And, Sid, we are yeah. waiting your podcast i will not stop messaging you being like so when's the podcast when's the podcast i'm mm. that girl you know i'm now that friend i'm now that friend that i will be yeah like, when's the podcast coming sid we love you you are yeah. fucking hilarious yeah thank you, you. best life and you will continue okay sid so please tell everybody who's listening where they can find you shout out your socials yeah um so you can find me on instagram it's um sid s-y-d-d the aquarius that's t-h-e aquarius and um it's uh on twitter you can find me at aquarius sid that's s uh, aquarius and then s-y-d-d honestly make sure you follow sid on instagram and on twitter if you and Cena are going to be doing Twitter spaces, then people need to know what is to come. I am there. Remember, Sid, message me. Anytime you're in a space, message me. Honestly, thank you so much for coming on. I'm really, really glad that I've got you. Honestly. And I hope that we do stay in touch and I hope that we do become real. I will come to Birmingham, even though you've got one IKEA. I will come. I will come. (laughs) I won't hold it against Birmingham. Have you um are you um there's gonna be a social room um later on um I think on Clubhouse but yeah I'd like to see you there and I'll just message you. Yeah, message me. Just message me. Um guys, remember to follow your dreams and follow me on Instagram at Joy Podcast, follow me on Twitter.